Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth podcast about our community's creators. This is your first time checking us out. You can find us on all podcast players, Stitcher, iHeart, Radio, uh, iTunes, all the stuff. We're there. You can also stream us straight off the website. It's fortworthroots.com. On all the social media accounts, it's Fort Worth Roots. This is the last time we will be talking about this event on our show before it actually happens. The River Oak Spring Fest Car Show, Saturday, April 30th, held at the beautiful Camp Carter. Use this address to find this place, 6200 Sand Springs Road, Fort Worth, Texas, 76114. And it's a free event. There's going to be vendors, pop-up markets, games and events, 70-plus uh, antique muscle cars, trucks, all the good stuff. Uh, I think the most important thing is that it's free. And it's situated right here in the heart of Fort Worth, uh, kind of close to the Naval Air Station. Uh, but use the address because it is kind of a booger to find if you've never been there before. Quick shout out to our friends over at Squad STX. You can find them by going to squadstx.com. Simply put, this is a chance to get your boys outside. It was designed by Army Infantry Officers as an alternative to Boy Scouts. Check out all the details, squadstx.com. If y'all have not yet checked out Monday's episode, I was really excited about this one. And it, it feels like a special episode because we go into a lot of really interesting details about how the body works and our need for community and all the incredible things that they've been doing out there at Body Machine Fitness. It's episode 77. It's titled A New Addiction, and I'd like you to check it out. And then next Monday, our uh, friend Richard Keller from the band Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations joins us for his second recording. Also a really fun one. Hope you get to check that out. That's going to be episode 79. That's enough of the news and events. Our guest today is the curator of the Feld podcast. This is not his first go at podcasting, but this is his new baby. And I'm excited about this because he's looking at uh, interviews in a different way. You know, He's doing kind of what Fort Worth Roots is doing, but he's talking to people through a different lens. He's focusing on the failures that they've had, uh, that they've learned from, or maybe are still in the process of learning from. This guy's been uh, a breath of fresh air. It's somebody that I've been able to spitball ideas with and just kind of talk shop with podcasting. And uh, I'm really excited to see what we get into in the future because we're already coming up with some pretty incredible ideas. Now, this is the first time you've heard about this particular guest on the Fort Worth Roots podcast, but we've already done two recordings with him. And if you will go check out the failed podcast. You can find that on Spotify and several other podcast players. We'll have links in the show notes. One of them, if you'll go to the failed podcast, that's episode nine. That's kind of when we first met. He invited me over to a studio just off of uh, 7th Street area and uh, we did a quick recording and then so that's episode nine and then we did uh, another one this weekend, episode 16 uh, that just released, I believe, today. And so what you're getting in this episode is uh, a little bit unique. Sat down in his studio and we kind of did a his uh, version of the podcast, and then a my version of the podcast. And that might not make sense now, but as we get into the, the episode, you, you'll understand. <laughs> That's enough out of me. Let's give it up for our guest today, Sam Esquival. Thank y'all for being here. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Failed Podcast. We are back. I hope you enjoyed the few episodes that, that I just did. They've been exciting. I've been having a lot of fun. And here we go. We have another great episode on hand today. Of course, I'm making that prediction. But we have a local podcaster here in Fort Worth. That's where I live. And, and he runs a podcast called the Fort Worth Roots Podcast podcast i listen to it and i watch it he does the the podcasting and the video thing and and it just intrigued me and then the guy that i'm watching he just seemed cool you know and uh and so i reached out to him and then now we've been talking and we've been talking podcasts we've been talking fort worth and we don't know what the future holds for us but it all begins today on this episode we're just kind of go back and forth. We're going to talk a little bit about podcasting. We're going to talk about his journey and we hope that you enjoy it. We hope you learned something. We'll talk a, a little bit about life challenges, hopefully some failures. So I want to welcome Andrew Turner to the failed 
Podcast. How you doing, my man? Sam, thanks for having me on, brother. This is going to be exciting. The Fort Worth Roots, man. Just let me go ahead and start there. You know, just <laughs> drop a plug. And uh, How did you come up with the name? Because there's so much that goes into a name. I wish I had kept the list of stupid ass names i came up with for the podcast <laughs> did you waste time making like logos for all of them too no, or did you just just no. a text and i really have trouble with the logo um the logo that we're using currently right now and it's what april 2nd 2022 yeah yeah um that logo i made that on an app and it was really just supposed to be a spacer or a, a holder um until i made a real logo yeah and i just never have changed it but uh fort worth roots uh i usually I, I ended up settling on that because whenever i i got down to the brass tacks and started thinking about what is this show really going to be about yeah and uh i tried to tell people in the beginning this is not a fort worth podcast this is just simply where it started at and uh, over the last two years it has progressed into absolutely a <laughs> fort worth podcast and what i found in, in in doing some research and listening to some other smart people in the podcast industry is that i had really made it too vague you know i said okay this is going to be the fort worth roots podcast and that just means that it starts in fort worth but who knows i'll have anybody on and all, all the things and, you always have to explain it right yeah. well my, being the the failed podcast i have the same problem there you know i i tell my friends and those close to me and and they always like they're always like sam you know it's okay to fail man if you need anything you know we'll help you out man what's going i say no no it's it's just the name of my podcast i got like it's a challenge. Like, what are you? What challenges are you going through? How are you growing? But anyways, there's just so much that goes into a name, and and it takes on a life of its own. And I see that's what's kind of happening with you because for your podcast, you, we've mentioned in private, you had it was kind of open. You were going to talk to business people, musicians, and just local people. You know, capture cool stories about Fort Worth. But then all of a sudden, in, in some of the recent episodes, there seems to be a lot of like singer-songwriters and musicians, but that wasn't the purpose, but that's just where it's ending up. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about, how, how does that, how did that happen? How do you feel about that? Well, it's really cool that you picked up on that, Sam. Um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to put us into a corner or put the baby in the box. I wanted, I wanted it to just kind of naturally grow and um we, we still have on interesting people from yeah. different industries and different walks of life and things like that. But we've really found a home with the local artist community and musicians, um, half, no, not half, 90% of their job is marketing. Yeah. Just trying to get their name out there. So people will invite them to play at their venues or, you know, whatever. So, uh, it's been really easy yeah. to make that connection. And these people are so willing to, to come out and do recordings with me. And so it's just been a really easy partnership between my thing and their thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I mean, the most recent recording I did uh, last week was with, uh, uh, make sure I don't mess this up, Body Machine Fitness, I believe is the name of mm -hmm. it, BMF, right down the street from you, actually. Yeah, I saw that. You this walked place in there. is wild. I need to check it out. It looked pretty cool. I haven't mm -hmm. heard it yet, but I saw it. And you're, man, you're busy, man. You're, you're knocking it out. Um, you're doing the YouTube. You're doing the the podcast on all the platforms. So I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Tell me how those, you know, before you launched, right before you launched, what did you talk to about your your wife or yourself or what got you to the point and said that you said I need to do something and podcasting is what I want to do. Tell me about how you ended up there. So. Uh, let's see. I, I was probably 28 years old before we started prepping for mobilization to leave country and go over to Kuwait for my second deployment. And uh, in the middle of all this, I decided... Where did, where did you... Tell me a little bit about where you served. I had to just cut you off there. No, that's okay. So um, 12 years military. I did three, three active... Three. Three active in artillery and then nine years in the reserves uh, working on helicopters. So God. my, my uh, second deployment was turning wrenches as a uh, E5 as a sergeant. Uh, on Blackhawks over in Kuwait. Yeah. Uh, name of that base. It's not Arif, John. It's um, I'm drawing a blank, man. I always do this with it. I'll think of it later. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. But thank you for your service. I didn't know. It's good to know, man. And so you're starting off and you're, you're coming back over here from overseas. Continue. Yeah. Um, so somewhere in the middle of that, you know, I didn't have a lot of free time on my hands. We were doing somewhere between 15 hour and 50 hour shifts, uh, working on these, uh, phase birds. And, uh, 
anyway, when, whenever I did have sp- uh, free time, I was thinking about what I was going to do with my life, you know, because <laughs> this, this wasn't going to be it for me. So yeah. I, I started brainstorming. I came up with a bunch of different ideas. The, the very first thing was going to be a pressure washing business. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was looking for low overhead and low knowledge, you know, something I could just pick up and That's run all with. good, man. I ended up settling on a, uh, uh, I, I was just going to try it out. So I, I, I got myself a lawnmower, a weed eater and a broom. Yeah. And I started for starting with friends. I started doing some uh, some lawns, and then before you know it, fast forward about three years later, I've left the military. Um, I'm on my own. I've got 13 employees. We're doing episodes on national television for HGTV for these flipper flop Fort Worth houses. We're laying sod. We're rearranging flower beds. It got out of control really, really damn fast. Yeah, but things seemed to be going good. <laughs> it was, man. It was going really good. I had. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk numbers, but uh, I was doing good. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I got to a point where I didn't want to be doing it at all. And, hmm. and it started just driving me nuts. So anyway, I got out of it. And uh, transitioning out of that business and into a nine to five, I say that jokingly because <laughs> I've never worked a nine to five in my life, uh, but a regular you know, W-2 job yeah. was, uh, was weird. And uh, I was going through a lot of stuff whenever I decided I, I needed... I needed an outlet. I needed a yeah. project. Yeah. So I jumped into podcasting because I'd been listening to the Joe Rogan podcast for about four years at this point. And I loved the interaction between him and his guest. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I just wanted to do it on a local level. I was like, you know what? What's stopping me from doing this myself? Yeah. So I started it. And I, I got to tell you, Sam, I had no idea how time consuming <laughs> this was going to be. But it, uh, it's been a joy. And I... I, I it, it, it blows my mind that I can sit in front of the computer for six hours editing a podcast, working on the show, turning out these episodes, yeah. and I don't mind at all. At no point does it seem like work. And to, to me, that right there, that tells me that this is where I need to be. This is what I need to be doing. Yeah. And leading up to that, did, did, you, did you see yourself as a creative or did you see yourself as a communicator? Did you ever do any speaking or anything? What, because there's some things that you kind of have to step in to podcasting mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Or did you step in without them and you just developed them because you just wanted to learn it and, and you wanted to do it? You're really good at this. You're asking all the right questions. <laughs> this conversation is going great. Um, well, yeah. So with, uh, with, with my first business... I needed to get into social media because mm. I, I, like I said, you know, I got into it because it was low overhead. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of money for advertising. So I was doing all my marketing myself. So I was making videos. I was on all the little uh, social medias yeah. and oh, yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. So I, roundabout way, I'd, I was educating myself on the process of, uh, you know, how to upload a video or mm-hmm. how to edit a video and all that stuff. And that played into the podcasting situation later. But I think the most important thing that I took away from my time as an entrepreneur in the early days is just the ability to go out there and talk to people, an absolute stranger, and say, hey, I've got this idea. Do you want to get on board with that? You know? Oh, yeah. So, and and that comes into podcasting whenever you're approaching people either online or in person or by phone and saying, hey, I'm with the Fort Worth Roots podcast. I'd love to have you on my show. Yeah. So, there's a lot of connecting tissue there. Yeah. yeah. So when, whenever right now you're obviously well into it, you've you've asked people to come on your show. More people are asking to come on your show. But in the beginning, it's so hard to approach people and sell your vision whenever there's nothing there yet. Right. So can you take us back to like the first five episodes? What were some of the things that, that kind of confronted you? And you're like, man, I this is dumb, man. Like, what's wrong with people? Or what what did you see that you really liked? And you're like, man, I'm so glad that I'm going down this direction. Yeah. So right out the gate, um, you know, you got to figure out, how am I going to approach people with this thing? Because I don't have anything to show them, right? I, I just have an idea. That's the hardest time. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But I was actually surprised at the response I got. Yeah. So I, I already... I, I'm. <laughs> I'm a prolific Facebook group nerd. I know all about the groups. So so I got out there and I found the local musician groups because that seemed like a a perfect transition or a a good starting point. I went into entrepreneur pages and uh, musician pages and I I just put out a post said, hey, and I think I had my logo ready by then. 
Good. I, maybe or a version of it. Yeah. And I said, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'd I'd be just absolutely honored to have anybody on that would like to get me started. Yeah. And that really was a, an open invite, and I had no idea what I was going to get. And I was uh, very fortunate to have ten really solid guests um, that I had on the show from the very beginning. And you know, after that, it it seemed simple. Now, the, this day and age, there's everybody and their mom and their sister and their dog have a podcast, okay? Right. And, and it, it's like so <laughs> simple to make it. But now that you're doing it, now you you have a better understanding that it's not about just launching a podcast, but it's about being able to communicate. It's being a, it's about able to tell being able to tell a story with someone that's on the mic. Tell me a few things that you maybe didn't know but you learned really quick in those first 10 episodes your equipment is so important but nothing is more important than making sure that the person you are interviewing can hear their voice because and maybe i'll do mm. a demonstration for your listeners right yeah. here these are dynamic mics and if you're watching sam's uh, video yeah. you'll be able to see this but i'm moving the mic away from out yeah uh, now it's right in front of my mouth yeah. again that's a dynamic mic that's how they work your guests cannot hear that if they don't have the headset on i know it doesn't sound important to you right now but if you ever get into podcasting for yourself you'll know that i'm right really quick and it, uh, for anybody that's ever encountered this issue they're nodding their head right now going yep <laughs> yeah because people will be on the interview and they'll just start talking to you like, and they'll turn their head and they don't yeah. realize like you got to be two to three inches away from the mic right. in order for it to really be capturing everything and i'm over here making out with it you can see, <laughs> i'm close i'm about as close as i can get so what else? okay so you kind of learn mic position you learn the importance of equipment on a personal level as far as communicating because you, you're doing interview style so you you have to not only ask the right questions but uh, you do a, a little back check on them if they have a book or they have music yes how do you go about just rolling it out so you kind of have the opportunity to share something new or maybe broaden their the interviewers uh your guest thinking so i do try to do some research on them and for some people that i've had on the show like they, they've got a really cool thing going on but they don't have you know like we just talked about they don't have a lot of history they're just getting started yeah so people like that are kind of hard to investigate and i don't let that bother me but mm -hmm. i do like to go into an interview prepared if it's somebody like you know betsy price the longest serving mayor of fort worth you know yeah. she's got a lot of history oh yeah, yeah so i can do a lot of research on her or uh ken scott you know that episode's coming out uh monday and uh he was a, a ninja turtle he was the original ninja turtle from the 19 the early 1990 movies really yeah. the first one he yeah was... he he was Raphael. get out of here yeah he was in the tub he was the one that got hurt remember he was they beat him up yeah yeah i, I saw it the other day that's pretty <laughs> cool man so you know people like that you can do a lot of uh research on yeah and so i come with notes and and uh ken scott Raphael, he had done so much after the ninja turtles that I literally walked in there with like three pages of notes and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get through all this because he told me that I had about an hour. Mm -hmm. So I just tried to hit the high notes. But yeah, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it before the interview. And I'd say the most important thing whenever you sit down with a guest or this, at least for me, Sam, I'm not trying to tell you how to do no, your job. No, good. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> but just, you know, take a moment to kind of comfort them because a lot of people this happens all the time in fact the the guy over there at body machine fitness um told me that this was the first time he'd ever done a podcast and to somebody like me or you were like oh really yeah. what but you know so you have to take the time to understand that they're sitting down and they're they might be really nervous yeah. so i tell all of them like this gets edited okay this is not live yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that you sound you know smart and mm -hmm. i'm gonna take out those those uhs and those ahs and yeah yeah nasty noises like just do it. be free be free yeah yeah so yeah just try to calm them down okay so think back to your first episode you were were you nervous how long was it did your did, were you able to execute your plan how was that because my first well my first episode for podcasting happened a, a long time ago but for the failed podcast it of you know, I was looking. I was like, "Okay, who's going to be my first and I, my first uh, guest?" I asked a few people, and you know, they get nervous. You want to come on my podcast? And all of a sudden, they get nervous. And so, yep. finally, a friend of mine recommended someone. He's an MMA fighter slash. He doesn't MMA no more, but he's like four and zero, oh, and he trains. He has gyms, 
and he, I called him up and I said, hey, dude, you know, I need I need to get my first guest. Would you be interested? Not only did he say, yeah, but he said, when are you, when are you ready to do it? I said, well, we're talking about two hours. <laughs> and he was in. But because he was just so good at it. But I'm so thankful that he was able to do it. He was my first guest. Do you remember your first guest and how you felt when whenever you executed that interview? Yeah, so you don't know what you don't know. Um, I it I executed it as well as I had planned to execute it. So yes, it went well, but it was an absolute dumpster fire. And uh, so I, I did this two different ways. My first interview is actually episode number two on my podcast because I wanted my first interview to be with some friends. Got it. So the first episode is actually like the tenth recording. But uh, the first interview that I did was with Lindsay Hightower out of Hightower Band. That's a local band here in Fort Worth. And uh, yeah, man, I was so nervous. Yeah. I was I was sweating. You know, my palms were sweating. Yeah. And uh, I managed. And, you know, once I got back to, to looking at the recording or listening to the recording, I'm like, okay, I've got to spend some money on some gear. Because I tried to use LAV mics mm-hmm. and my phones. And I had like a tablet oh, yeah. and two phones and LAV mics. I was using everything I had yeah. without spending any money. And once I listened to that audio, I was like, no. <laughs> well, we're not going to play it like that. So. Yeah, it, you, I've I've have ended up with so much equipment, but <laughs> you but were uh, showing me. Yeah, on that journey, I, now I'm capable of doing quick interviews, on the spot interviews, in studio interviews. But I had I had to progress up from you know start starter kit to now, and I think right now this is like my best setup, and I so. Well, okay, so tell me about this. So in podcasting, obviously, there's a lot of mistakes that we make. I, I forget to push record. <laughs> the, the sound, you know, m- my voice is super loud. The guest is super low. And you maybe there's some awkward silences or whatever when you're podcasting. What, has, what challenges have you had to learn in your podcasting journey that make you better today? I could go into some really specific stuff. Um, you know, we're both using the Roadcaster. Um, so... There, there are some specific issues with our equipment that we've managed to figure out along the way. I think that the important thing for anybody getting into it is just to understand your equipment, do everything that you can to, you know, run some test uh, recordings. Yeah. You know, figure it out. And, and so my first 10 episodes, I recorded 10 episodes before I even went to post edit. And that was such a huge mistake. I should have gone, done a recording, immediately started editing, and then moved on to the next one so that I could refine the process throughout those 10 episodes. Got it. But I didn't do that. So yeah. I didn't give my chance to progress or excel. And what you're going to find is that there's going to be issues that you need to fix, and then you fix them. Now, something very specific with the Roadcaster, if you kick the power cord out of the wall in the middle of a recording, mm. it will lose the file. So now, bad day. What, what do you do? You get yourself an external power source and you keep it all together on the table so no one can kick it out. It took me three times to learn that mistake. Do not do the same stupid thing three times <laughs> before you take steps. By the third time, it's your fault. And by the third time, <laughs> it will be a really important recording yeah. with uh, Fort Worth's newest lacrosse team, a professional sports team that plays at Dickey's Arena. That's the <laughs> file that you'll lose, and that's whenever you'll that's whenever you'll really get your shit together <laughs> and go get yourself an external power source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in what's your insight right or passion for podcasting and why do you like that platform right here right now what we're doing sam this is the reason that i keep doing it i i i meet awesome people all the time and i really do and whenever i hear people talk like this i'm like shut up i don't believe you you don't sound sincere but i am being 100 percent sincere when i say that, that, that it's improved my quality of life meeting people like you and the guests that i have on my show the interactions i have with people on the side that have you know maybe they're not a guest but the only reason i'm communicating with them or hanging out with them or talking to them is because of the show so this podcast has enriched my life yeah and uh i hope that eventually one day other people say that about listening to the show or working with me because of the show i i hope that this is like a net win for everybody that gets involved with the show. I really do enjoy this. Now, what were some of the goals that you had in the beginning for the Fort Worth Roots podcast and how have they changed it or do they mean, do they continue to be the same? 
So I really sincerely tried to go into this without any expectations because I knew that whenever I launched Fort Worth Roots, um, there were something like 850,000 podcasts worldwide. Now those are chump numbers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's millions after COVID. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know. Oh, yeah, I can imagine you how many need, spit out. Yeah, you don't need any equipment to do a podcast. You just need an audio file and 15 bucks a month. Yeah, you can do it for free yeah. on some platforms. That's right. So anyway, I, I tried to go into it with zero expectations. And let's just try it out and see what happens. Yeah. Um, since then, I, I've, I've got some pretty lofty goals now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how much of this we talked about, but you know, I I want Fort Worth Roots to to be able to reach as many people as uh, you know realistically possible. I've I've got the idea for a mobile podcast studio that I've been talking about since episode one, and that'd uh, be cool. But yeah, I've 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 gone into uh, enough research that I think I've decided what kind of vehicle it's going to be, yeah, how I'm going to set it up, what we're going to do with it, things like that. So there have been some. Yeah. You know, some goals set. I'm saving up for that mobile podcast. Boy, that, I've, I've seen some cool ones. I've seen two types. One is like on a motorized vehicle, you know, like a Sprinter van or something. Mm-hmm. But then I, I've seen some lately on a trailer. Mm-hmm. And so those are pretty cool. But, you know, to build that out, that'd be that'd be so cool. I hope I hope that you're able to do that it's, uh, here pretty soon, because I know that you're on site to do interviews quite a bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You you yeah. interact with like a events and stuff like that and so okay let me ask you this so you interview you interview the mayor you interviewed musicians authors what are some of the things that you do to prepare or how do you look at yourself as an interview right like let's we're we're looking into a mirror what do you feel is like your best quality and then what do you feel like man i need to work on this a little bit more and the only reason i'm asking is because if there's like some young kid listening that wants to be a podcaster i want them to be aware that you know as podcasters there's things that we're learning and we're like not comfortable with Uh but we want to get better at it so what are a few things okay youngster um listening out there yeah right before your first podcast the next joe rogan is probably <laughs> listening you yeah. know well uh I, i'm i'm really impressed with the the flow and the tempo of your your interview here you're you're way better at this than i am uh you've just got a natural gift about it but um that that's something i need to work on is is just the the flow the the tempo whatever you want to call it you, yeah. you've got it down and so uh that's that's something that i really need to work on is just i guess my my mic presence, yeah. uh, not my stage presence, but okay. my mic presence. Um, but the thing that I think I've I've got that a lot of podcasters don't have um, is is that I I desire to stay outside of the norm. If like with Ken Scott, and I'm I'm gonna refer to the same people over and over again because it's fresh on my mind because I've been working on that episode. Yeah. Um, but with Ken Scott, I got on uh, the internet and found lots and lots of podcasts where he had interviewed and told the exact same story over and over and over again. Yeah. So whenever I sat down with this man that um, has accomplished so much in his life, I tried to not talk about Raphael. And you could tell it was driving him nuts. <laughs> because he's so rehearsed and he's so comfortable in, in those parameters. Yeah. And and let me say, Ken Scott is a great dude. Yeah, super chill, very uh, sincere. He's, he's a warm individual, great guy to be around. Um, so I, I'm definitely. I don't want anybody to think I'm talking crap nah, about Ken, but um, it, it was. Uh, and he even mentioned it after we got done with the recording. He's like, we didn't really talk about Raphael that much. I was like, you are an interesting man, and I wanted to encompass more about Ken Scott than what you've talked about on the other yeah. twenty podcasts that you've been on. Absolutely. So that's something that I really hunt for. I did the same thing with Betsy Price. You know. People want to talk to her about political policies and things like that. And I didn't talk about any of that. Yeah. We talked about her. We talked about her, uh, you know, her, her young years and coming up uh, uh, as an adult and, and just stuff like that. You know, what's your favorite place to eat? Stuff like that. So I, I do try to get the fringe stuff. I, yeah. I want to cover stuff that nobody else is going to cover. Okay. So we're going to pause right here okay now i'm talking to you we're not okay. this is not going to be on the podcast okay. here's what i want to do okay? <laughs> okay i want to come i want to come right back if you're okay with it and i'm going to come back with this but this time when i turn it down i want you to say welcome to the fort worth roots and just throw me a few questions and, and you're gonna now we're gonna do both shows on one and just do whatever it can be however long a few questions or whatever okay and i'm gonna answer and then this episode will be like a a dual thing yeah and we'll see put how it on, you want to put it on both platforms y- yeah well that's up to you you know what I, mean? I think it'll be cool 
Okay. And yeah. I just thought about it right now. I love it. So let's try it. Let's okay? do it. And you just jump. When you jump in, I'll turn it down. Okay. And it's, for, it's like 40, 40 seconds long. Let me see how it goes. <laughs> Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. I'm here today with our friend Sam. We got connected to talk about the Fail Podcast. Did I say that right, Sam? Yeah, it's the Failed Podcast. Failed Podcast. All right. So I've been looking for people like Sam to connect with inside the Fort Worth area uh, to just kind of bridge the gap, you know, share notes, uh, talk about equipment, uh, the the trials and tribulations of a podcaster, and, and just kind of work with each other, you know, share notes and uh, see if we can't strengthen each other's uh, process and, and get better at what we're doing by just talking to one another. So that's the idea there. And uh, Sam, thank you for being on the show today. And thank you for having me in your awesome studio, man. This is blowing my mind. No, I'm glad that we're, we're both here. I think we we, sh- we share in the same appreciation, man. I, I love what you're doing. I love listening to your podcast. I'm, I'm learning with you. Like as you're doing your thing, I'm, I'm kind of observing and, and I'm keeping up with you for a reason. I hope most of that's not just you're uh, seeing the things that you don't want to do you're just taking all the the bad stuff and going okay don't do that no i don't i don't don't do that because because i know that i also have a lot of things to work with but i feel like it's so important like when you're doing something that's like a passion project to find others that share in the same thing and and to kind of build community and support each other not critique each other i mean there's a long line for that yeah well, you said something important there cued me up the the community word it's uh something that i've been trying to 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 get into i mean it's uh it's difficult with everything that goes into making a podcast plus having a regular job and then trying to get out there and go to these mixers these uh meet and greets uh whatever you want to call them i know here fort worth does one is it every tuesday or not every Tuesday, but the first Tuesday of every month. Mm. And uh, I want to go to that one. Uh, hopefully I can make it. I missed last month. But uh, anyway, just, yeah, like you said, trying to trying to build a community out of this. Um, in my first episode on Fort Worth Roots, uh, that was something that I brought up. That was one of the main ideas was to build community out of this. And uh, it's been kind of a struggle, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. I know that because community, you have to find a few things so you have to share something in common and sometimes that that's really focused that you in in essence as a result you can't create community whenever it's super focused so then you have to think well then how can i create community around a podcast and even though mine has to do with challenges and overcoming it's lessons in these challenges that i think are universal that people can use from all ages all walks of life and that's what keeps me motivated to continue to interview and share people's perspective on how they live life. And I think that that's going to help build a community around the Fort Worth podcast, uh, the Feld podcast. <laughs> yeah, so today we're doing something a, a little unique. Uh, it's certainly unique for me, I think for you as well. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're recording here in Sam's studio, and we started off with the Feld podcast, and now we're uh, moving into the Fort Worth Roots podcast. So we're going to uh, put these up uh, on, on your podcast as well as mine. Yeah. And kind of share our audience with one another. So, where can people find your uh, on your your stuff on social media? Or uh, all your well, on social media, I'm on Instagram. It's uh, Sam. Or it's, no, it's the underscore failed underscore podcast and if you ever had to get social media or promote something you know you have to tweak a letter here or add a number mm-hmm. because everything's taken up and uh, as far as podcasting i'm on all the platforms just search the felt podcast you can even type in my name sam iscaville and it'll pop up yeah perfect uh earlier we were talking about you'd asked me where i got the name fort worth roots but um another cool thing that came out of that was when i was trying to pick a name for the podcast when i typed fort worth roots into all the different social media yeah. platforms nobody had that because it doesn't make any sense i don't think I don't yeah know. no that's great it's a great I'm, it's kind of interesting that it was up for grabs <laughs> i thought it was because i was sure for whatever reason i mean because you know anytime you're trying to pick a username on any account it's like yeah. oh that's taken that's taken that's taken so like you said you got to tweak some stuff move some letters around underscores and whatnot but fort worth roots is available on all the social media platforms because nobody had it and i could not believe that (laughs) yeah that's great sam you have a crazy perfect voice for podcasting what what your your progression through life have you done some things uh career-wise or whatever that that gave you that smooth podcast voice (laughs) 
Well, the voice is just from God, but um, the <laughs> development, that's, yeah, no, no, I'm joking, but it's just, it's just my voice, right? I've obviously, most people that hear their voice, they think it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was in radio in Fort Worth for 25 plus years, and so I, I was able to go in, in the studio with her and watch what she did. And at a, at a young age, I was always, you know, just a smooth talker, you know what I mean? I always figured out a way to communicate my way out of getting in trouble at school, and, and I would talk in front of people all the time and and then in in my for a long time I was doing ministry youth ministry and so I've prepared lessons and taught many 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 students and so I always had a mic or I always had a group around me and so I I kind of had to learn how to just flow when everyone was asleep around me you know (laughs) know, dealing with young people and so I think that that's how it got developed but I just always felt like I like Joe Rogan or even Oprah Winfrey and all these people who do interviews I've always liked that I've always loved the challenge of helping someone tell the story but I I also knew that I didn't want my voice to interfere you know what i mean i wanted it just to kind of flow and i and without knowing i i've been working on my on air or you know on my audio mm-hmm. self i've been working on it for a long time and your, so your mic presence my mic presence man <laughs> and that's what i do and i guess i don't know i appreciate it no you're the first one to ever to ever tell me that you know what i mean well you're gonna hear a lot more because it's, so, it's just flat out true so yeah so you're listening <laughs> to the fort worth roots you know no and so i i try not but i make fun of the whole radio voice thing from like back in the 20s 30s and 40s you know you're listening to and all that you know and i just try to kind of be me the way i talk yeah. here is the way i talk with someone when i'm having coffee with them right. and and so because there's not a big gap between my online my on-air presence and whenever i'm sitting and talking with someone it's easier for me just to be me right on um something i was thinking about yesterday was i don't know if everybody does this but when i'm alone i just have conversations in my head and one of the conversations we were having yesterday me and myself um is how hard it is to just be yourself in front of the microphone. It it is a struggle because what we're doing is not a hundred percent natural, right? We got these devices in front of us. We know that we're performing for an audience that'll listen to this later, maybe for the next hundred years before the asteroid kills all the dinosaurs. But anyway, it's not totally natural. So you got to find a way to fight the urge to do that crazy radio voice. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know that, uh, I'm I'm not there yet, but that's another thing I'm working on is just trying to cut the bullshit and talk like myself because you have this natural tendency to to try to perform for somebody and you know and and I hear it whenever I'm editing these shows uh, in post production I'm like, like that God man why am I talking like that you know <laughs> and I get called out sometimes by my friends they'll they'll you know give me a call on the phone like yeah. you know what are you doing with your voice there I'm like, I don't know I don't know why that happened <laughs> so, so, I laugh because I know yeah well okay so for me it's, it's I understand the struggle first and foremost, but so I've been working on uh, like obviously writing. Okay. So, so I write a lot. So I understand, like I can translate like my thought into writing pretty seamlessly. It's, it's not two different people that that are showing up. So I've learned to be able to write how I communicate. And I've also read, you know, let's just say I had a talk for 30, 40 minutes and I've written it word for word and it flowed the way that I talked. Yeah. You, you know, and it flowed the way that I communicate. So that that's another thing that I've taught my brain when it comes to me talking is I it I talk the way that I sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not thinking a, a different way. And I think that that helps whenever I'm communicating. And I listen to a lot of auditors and the way that they communicate. And I always think about it one way. When I'm preparing, I say, okay, can I carry this whole podcast or this whole interview on my own and and I have to get to that point because if the if the the guest has a hard time sharing I need to always be ready but at the same time I love storytelling and I love what I don't know about the guest so I'm always willing to stop and pivot but I always have a spot where I'm ready to land on if things kind of go a different direction or if I feel like they're a little uncomfortable or lost but that that all just happens from everything that I've done up to now you know and mm. and narrating and interviewing has been my main focus I hardly ever uh, unless I'm teaching and I got the mic I'm hardly ever it's hardly ever me I'm yeah. always helping someone tell their story mm-hmm. and so 
I think that I, that's another part of it that I that I enjoy. Yeah. Well, I I'm very impressed with your skills. Uh, my hats off to you, sir. Well, you, thank you. you. You know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, so you said your mom was a radio host here in Fort Worth for 25 years. 25 plus years, a long time ago, in in the Spanish Christian community, there was a, a radio station called Radio Luz. It was one of the first ones in the Metroplex, and through her church, her pastor allowed her to come on their you know paid slot, and nice. that's when it started. But as a kid. She dreamed of her voice traveling in the air. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, keep in mind that she she's from Mexico. You know, my, my mom didn't grow up with a lot of money. So those things were so out of reach that there's no way that that's what she dreamed of based on how she grew up. And so she just knew when she was a kid that she was going to do something where her voice was going to be carried through the air. And then, and so ended up being in radio after that, she's had a she had a show. She's interviewed um, singers and preachers from all around the world, and she's been on TV. and And she's a communicator. You know what I mean. And she didn't finish school. And you know, like I said, she she grew up very very poor. And she loves. She's kind of like I'm kind of like her. And I've heard her. I've heard thousands of hours of my mom talking, whether it be video or audio. I've seen and heard my mom, and I don't know. It's just rubbed off on me. Yeah, yeah. It seems that way. <laughs> that's wild, man. That's a that's a crazy story. It, it really makes you wonder. There's there's so many stories like that. I don't have any myself, but the 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 next plane of existence or that that ethereal fabric that we can't see or don't have the technology to perceive. Um, I, I dig stuff like that. And it's, it's wild to think about outside of the woo woo. If you can, if you can keep yourself from getting too far into it, uh, to where you're putting a tinfoil hat on, but just to take that information and, and maybe we don't understand it, but it's, it's cool to hear story. And I just, look, I, I grew up and I was dyslexic. Okay. And they, I struggled all the way when I started school, man, I was, I had trouble reading and writing. Forget communicating, man. I mean, I was like, <laughs> but my I developed communicating because I was trying to hide all my other weaknesses. But then technology came in and, you know, typing and all these word processing programs, they helped me kind of work past my weakness. And in my later years, I started developing the things that I really struggled with when I was young. And so I just paid attention to it. And I said, okay, so now I strengthen where I was weak because I focused on it. And and that's how I look at at what I'm doing. It's just like, I can't get worse. I'm going to keep learning. And that's what what keeps me going. I feel like I'm talking to my younger self and saying, dude, like (laughs) people are labeling you like, you're just dumb and this English was my second language that's how they labeled me in school and I grew up here and I'm just like no like no my first language is but that that's my you know what I mean that's racist I'm like dude get out of here man I was so I'm it you know I carry that with me and at the end of the day I'm trying to yeah trying to let it get me mad but whenever I hear that I'm just like no and so my first language is my voice and it just happens to come out in english i can communicate it in spanish but i i don't you know i'm i'm my first language you know what i mean i just felt like they overlooked it when i was young and here i am you know i can talk for an hour straight and and not take a breath yeah well fort worth roots podcast is perfect for you then because we've had recordings go like four hours (laughs) yeah yeah, you're just a long format i see that but i like (laughs) long format i i I picture people listening to the failed podcast when they're driving when they're in traffic Mm -hmm. and they're like i'm heading home i have an hour to listen to it you know i I like that i like long format yeah let's sam get you home um two things on what you just covered uh first of all a lot of successful creators, you know, maybe they're uh, the movies or people that get podcasts, whatever their uh, field of uh, expertise is. But uh, learning disabilities uh, tend to make some pretty interesting creators or whatever you I want agree. to call it. Pe- people that have those challenges at an early age end up progressing far past their disability and mm. into some pretty incredible. Uh, I think Albert Einstein might have been dyslexic. There, there are some yeah. some really interesting people throughout history that have had those learning disabilities, and I think that it forces uh, that person at a young age to perform at a higher level than their peers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to your younger self, don't let anybody talk shit to you because yeah. you're busy perfecting something that is really going to pay off. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, it, it bothered me. Like, 
everything that's set up is is not set up for for me as a younger person to succeed mm-hmm. it i mean dude struggle all the way man like yeah. and to think that you know the stuff that i've written the stuff that i've written uh read in front of people when i bought if we were reading in a classroom and i saw it okay i'm fifth i better go to the restroom or i better get in trouble yeah. before it gets to me because i'm gonna have to read out loud and everyone's gonna see how dumb i am mm-hmm. and i would avoid it man as and i became yeah. a pro at avoiding it and now, I, I mean, I can recall many times when I said, okay, here we go. I'm going to read this in front of, you know, 100, 200 people, and I'm going to go. Yeah. And I have. And, and I mess up every now and then, but but I'm literally conquering, you know, the old Sam, you know, the person yeah. that was so, like, my, my self-esteem was so low. And so I, I make it a priority, man, to, to be confident in reading what I write. Well, you're a solid dude now, and you have no trouble speaking. So yeah. you're, well, you're doing good, you, man. You're you, doing man. good. Um, uh, so you're, we talked about your mom, 25 years in the radio. But what I was trying to lead into uh, with that was you've you've lived here your entire life. Yeah, born and raised in Fort Worth, and uh, and, and I'm here. For so now you've I'm seen here. you've seen the changes that have gone on I, I have seen here in the area <laughs> I've seen the neighborhoods vanish I've seen the new freeways pop up I've seen developments I've I've you know all the way from friends you know living in, in a certain house selling it because the market went up and then you know, just I've seen it all man I was yeah. mayors and schools and Fort Worth has changed and I think it's changed for the better. You know, there's many opinions on that, but I think that the growth is is all around us, and I think is I think it's exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, the only thing I worry about is is losing the the kind of essence uh, of Fort Worth. I mean, this is such a unique place, um, yeah. and for anybody. Uh, for anybody looking at it from the outside, maybe they're just reading about Fort Worth, and uh, it doesn't seem to be anything special but you get here and you start communicating with people oh yeah um and, and just seeing how how people are here mm-hmm. there there's there's something tangible yeah. there's a quality um i agree to that experience that it's it's the people in the area but um it's not it's not just the people like you sam that have been here their entire lives people move here from other places and they kind of adapt to that like there's something in the water you know what i mean well i've always said that dallas is a city and fort worth is a town that's how I've always looked at it. Yeah, but we're slowly uh, we're, we're we're growing. I yeah. just I just my thing and is fast. just like keep the keep keep the buildings low, spread out, and I think that that'll help. Why Why do you think we should keep the buildings low? Well, you think of a city, and you think tall buildings and very congested, and then parking, and then people, and then but if you spread it out a little bit, you can kind of maintain mm-hmm. that that okay. you know walk from here. The traffic's not so heavy. You, you know, there's still ways to park and do things, and and you go to Dallas, that's that's vanishing. Like it's very difficult to move around in, within yeah. the city, but in Fort Worth, it's you can still do it. You can still park somewhere, walk, and. And, and it works out, but that's a town thing, and yeah. a city thing that doesn't exist. Well, if you're a if you're a fan of history at all, you can look back and see that humans tend to repeat the same patterns mm. no matter what. Yeah. So if you want to see what's happening to Fort Worth, um, or what's going to happen to Fort Worth, you can look to any other city that has grown past Fort Worth's uh, level mm. and and see kind of a blueprint for what's going to happen. Yeah. And our our city managers, uh, the, the people that plan the roadways and approve certain businesses for certain buildings and things like that, those people can guide uh, mm. based off of those blueprints and, yeah. and try to make it uh, whenever it gets to the point to where it is, where Dallas is in 2022, yeah, you know, we might, it might be 2065 before we get to where Dallas was in 2022, but true, true. it could happen. Yeah. And and hopefully the people that are planning uh, our infrastructure um, have enough foresight to kind of when, when we get to that phase, it's obvious that we thought it out. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your your studio here. Now, is this all you're doing here at this office? We're we're just off of Seventh Street. Uh, for for those of you listening, um, close to the uh, post office. I won't give them the exact address, mm-hmm. but over here in this area. <laughs> how did how did you get set up with this? Is are you just using this for a podcast? Well, I, well. So I have a, a business, and so the idea was that we were going to run uh, some meetings, and then you know keep our paperwork here. But then my wife got busy with other things, 
and then I got busy outside of the office. And so I, I uh, was already doing the podcasting, but I would just figure out other locations and, and places to do it. And then I started thinking about it you know, what am I going to do with this space? And this just came to mind. I always wanted a spot where I can just kind of leave my equipment set up. I can just walk in, push record. And that's why I've, I've made it. And as you can see, I have like two lounge chairs on one side and a couch on the other. And then my desk is on the other side. And my goal is to be able to have a different scene for like YouTube on one side and have three different scenes for YouTube um, in here and so that, okay. that that's yeah. that's the goal and um, so you could be set over there and and use those two chairs you can be set up like this yeah this one would be like johnny carson you know yeah like boom and then that one i just <laughs> need there's it's a white wall behind you but maybe like a you know you had the fort worth roots thing i like that banner mm-hmm. maybe i'll get a banner to go there so that we can just pl- it's basically like plug and play consider uh maybe having one of these local artists do a mural for you I might. I'm. T- I'm actually talking to a muralist right now who does huge murals, and I'm. I'm going to bring him on the show, and I'm going to talk to him about his journey as as an artist, and you know, just trying to keep that business going and all the challenges that he's been through as a muralist. And so I might have him come in here and knock something out. Okay. Now, if that doesn't work out, let me know because I have two incredible muralists. Yeah. Are they Fort, Fort Worth based? Uh-huh. Any any mural that I would so, drive by every day? <clears throat> uh, a brand new one is uh right off of what is that main road that runs by the base over there oh River yeah uh, white settlement road is white settlement well it's, it goes white settlement and then it's <clears throat> um altamir yeah so it might be white settlement because mm-hmm, they um, connect like this yeah it's uh boulevard brew is the i think the they're the ones paying for this mural no or it might be the city it doesn't matter anyway trista morris has this beautiful mural that she just put on the side of boulevard brew right off of that road that yeah. i can't think of the exact name of but runs through river oaks and uh, she she has spent so much time on this thing and it's absolutely beautiful nice and a I lot of detail it yeah it's it's got the uh it's it's the wizard of oz theme so you got the tin oh, man yeah, and dorothy yeah. the lion and this might sound familiar because it was on the news the other night really yeah. well i'm gonna look for it because i like looking well i love the arts and so muralist you know when I they're starting to pop up more in Fort Worth, and I think it helps. You know, when you're driving and you see the side of these buildings, I like it. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind at all, and so no, it's great. I'll look for that one. Yeah, and uh, then I just interviewed a, a, a friend of my fiance's. Her name is Kiki, and she did all the murals. Um, I don't know that she did all of them, but she did a bunch of the murals uh, out at Sequest at the Ridgemar uh, Mall. Oh, so if yeah. you're ever going in there, and that is a really cool place too. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, she she went in there and. and and did a bunch of murals on those walls and those walls are you know twice the size of your biggest wall in here yeah they're big you know they're pretty good size and, and i don't know how long we we probably talked about it in that episode how long it took her but i mean those murals those are uh trista i think has been working on her mural for better part of a month a wow. month and some change it yeah. takes a lot of work and she's had people out there helping her like cover in some oh, yeah. of the large areas, you know, the, the, the spots that just need to be filled. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got uh, friends and people from the community out there with paint rollers helping her. Nice. And even with all that help and scaffolding and oh, anyway, big. you know, it takes a long time to do something. So maybe I'll get a digital artist to do something. A di- I get a muralist here. They'll be here for a month. I'm like, no, nah, man, I need, <laughs> I need something quick, man. I need it like tomorrow. You're, you know, you know <laughs> this, is, this is a room <laughs> inside of a building. It's not the side of a building. So maybe. Yeah. it wouldn't take quite as long <laughs> but no this is this is my space you know i'm fortunate to have it um and you know and i just want guests to feel comfortable to come in here and oh, have a seat and just yeah. you know get in the zone man saying you know dig in on the interview it's super comfortable and i i i'm envious um because i i want to set up my space to be comfortable like what you got going on here this is so great and this is i'm sitting on kind of like a futon couch yeah, i think yeah i just i i saw one of the hinges in between the cushions earlier but it doesn't feel like a futon it's super comfortable yeah i had a small it's a small space so my furniture is small but it looks big and so those even those mm-hmm. chairs they're they're small but they you know but they're comfortable yeah. and this is small it, it, it was actually an rv that's how small it was and okay. so i was like i need to get something that's that's small and not bulky uh so we have room to kind of move because it gets small in here really fast yeah do you have an rv no, no, I bought it from this older couple, <laughs> and they were like, "No, nah, we don't need it," and so that's how I got it. <laughs> Everything needs a story. So, uh, with with your podcast, now this is your second podcast that you put together. 
where do you see this thing kind of turning into mutating or growing into or have you pretty much ironed out the trajectory yeah no 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 not ironed out because i know things can can pivot but the goal is to just interview people that have gone through something and in those interviews being able to pull out some nuggets man pip you know pinpoint some things that they've learned that can translate or can help someone younger on their journey and their journeys may not be going to the same place but the lessons that we learn whenever we fail are valuable and so ultimately my goal is like uh, i can imagine myself having you know 200 episodes and and i'll be able to kind of itemize them and say man this is how people have overcome bad partnerships in business this is how they've overcome losing lost one uh losing people close to them and this is how they've overcome dropping out of college and all this stuff and and what they've gained and come out of and so it's gonna i feel like it's gonna be a resource for people and ultimately my you know i'm putting this out there today but <laughs> i hope that it turns into a goal uh, a book that you can read and and it kind of help you overcome challenges you yeah. know and are you gonna be writing this book i am but it'll it'll, it'll include everything that I'm doing on the podcast, not only this one, but my previous ones, I I did some leadership stuff. I've produced other podcasts. And, uh, and so I would love to do that and, you know, have workshops for in schools and stuff. And me and my wife have a, a nonprofit and it's called cultivate leadership project. And so this is kind of a branch from that because in leadership, like it's important not only to handle failure, but to accept that you're going to fail and leaders that think that everything's going to be perfect. And then they want everything to run a certain way. Like they're kind of setting themselves up to fail, but they're delusional about it. And so I think that this is cultivate leadership project, but I think that it's evolving and then this is a brand of it, and the, and that's why the Fell Podcast is it's got a it's got a place in my heart because I'm a professional I'm a professional at failing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this past two and a half years, going through COVID and everything, like I've had a lot of challenges, and, yeah. and I've had to overcome them, and I'm and I'm barely getting on my feet now, and and I kept looking at how what am I going to do next? Like it's hard to talk about leadership right now because of everything that's changed in my life. And it's the one thing that kept popping up is, well, I failed at this. I failed at that. And and I had to kind of turn that into a positive. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Um, well, one thing for sure, I'd like to have you and your wife on to talk about your nonprofit uh, sometime for, for the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that you were you're just talking about, um, unfortunately, but fortunately, fortunately for the podcast, unfortunately for humanity, you're never going to run out of guests because- <laughs> With every single person walking around, you're, you've you've got a, a library of failure that's experiences. True. The older they are, the more they're going to have, and that's just part of life. You yeah, know? Um, that's what I notice. So I bring it up with friends, and before I'm talking leadership and I'm talking success, and yeah, they, they would open up, but but there was something missing there. I, I felt like eh, it's kind of boring to me, man. Like, and then now that I'm bringing up the failed podcast, the idea of failures. Even my close friends, they're telling me things that they've never told me because right. they're like, oh, dude, would this be good for the podcast? And they tell me, I say, dude, no, no, don't share that with nobody. No, <laughs> but it but it opens it up and I, and I kind of like the psychology behind that. And then, yeah. and so I'm kind of riding that wave and I'm like, people want to share what they, what they've gone through because they've learned from it, you yeah. know? And, and so I want to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I, th- it's just socially or in, in our society, we, we're taught not to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, you don't want to put yeah. anybody out and you don't want to sound like, uh, like you're crying about it, but you know, in order to, to reach a point of success, you, you do have to fail. That's life's best educator. Yeah. And uh, all of there's so many stories, and I love seeing this when it pops up on social media. Uh, but, you know, just a list of the, the very accomplished people, and then next to their name, uh, you know, all the, all the just terrible stories of their failures. And you look at that, and you go, damn, mm-hmm. that's incredible. I mean, in, in all of the big-name people, like Oprah and Steve Jobs, I mean, every single one of those people, they have a story of how they just, you know, it looked like they, they screwed up so bad they'd never yeah. recover. I'll never financially recover from this, as uh, Tiger times, King would say. <laughs> how many times have you heard that? Yeah. And then what does it spit out? An individual that, in some cases, obviously, respects money, 
understands you know what it takes to save money and that but you don't plan that sometimes Mm -hmm. failing at something miserably (laughs) yeah uh it makes you it just makes you better man Mm -hmm. and so here i am just trying to make the world a little bit better by sharing the failures that we're all that we all go through well and sam what we're doing is is so similar in type because we're we're getting people's stories and we're sharing them with our audience but just like history can be told uh, through a different lens, either through music, you can, you can tell uh, the story of, of uh, a historical chapter in, in life through the lens of music, or you can tell the historical story of a, a different chapter in our, our history um, through sports or whatever you want to do. And, and what you and I are doing is we're telling people's stories through a different lens. We're, mm. we're kind of doing the same thing, but you're telling it through failure and I'm telling it through uh, whatever... <laughs> I don't know. What would you say my lens is? It's, it's just, I think you just have a, a podcast. It's like interview style. Yeah, so you, you're going to promote what someone's doing now, but you find different avenues to help them share that that story or that yeah. perspective. Oh, you know what it is? It's Fort Worth. That's it's, my lens. That's your lens. That's, yeah. That's the lens right no, there. No, I, I love it, man. <laughs> it's good. Good stuff. Well, Sam, I can't thank you enough for inviting me into your studio today and showing me all your badass gear and introducing me to your audience. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, hey, thank uh, you, man. I'm really, really, really glad that we got connected, and uh, I'm looking forward to working with you in the future. If you got a project that you're working on, if you just need an extra set of hands to hold a camera or, or whatever, uh, I'm here for you, and Fort Worth Roots will, will be cheering you on the whole time. Well, the podcast is here for you. And if you're listening, this is uh, hopefully you see more collab work between our two podcasts. We, um, you know, it's important. We talked about community in this episode. It's like a dual episode, like two in one. And uh, it's important to build community. So thank you for, for you know, accepting my my uh, my likes and stuff on your social media and reaching out, reaching back out to me Um and that we're here today and we got an opportunity to talk and to know each other and uh we'll see you know let's let's put fort worth on the map you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know we ain't in austin but we're pretty close you know what i'm saying yeah, and so yeah. we can give joe rogan a run for his money he can maybe, have austin <laughs> maybe maybe we can try to together get him on the on this episode <laughs> oh yeah uh, joe rogan will be at the dickies arena on 420 oh yeah you can't get tickets anymore it mm, sold out the I'm day sure. it went up but sure he will be here <laughs> well then that's that's our we need to figure out a way to record him that day he might have five five minutes to spare somewhere uh, well I'll, I'll send him an email <laughs> yeah well everyone thank you for tuning in to this uh unique episode of the failed podcast and Fort Worth Roots. I hope you enjoyed what we talked about. Just We just wanted to get to know each other a little bit more on air, but at the same time, we wanted to learn from each other and support each other. Till the next time, enjoy yourself, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. And that's a wrap. We did it. We made another Thursday episode. Sam, thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. This was an interesting episode. We did something I haven't done before. Um, it's been good to sit down with this dude and just talk shop, talk about equipment, talk about some things that have gone right, things that have gone wrong, and, and just kind of have some support from somebody. I've got other podcasters out there that I talk to uh, semi-frequently, but I think me and Sam are both on the same pra- <laughs> both on the same page. Excuse me. Um, we want to kind of build a community, not just with our listeners, but we'd like to reach out to local podcasters and see what we can get going. Uh, Sam actually mentioned um, this weekend when we were doing a podcast or a recording that he wants to get some other podcasters involved, do like a like a mixer or a meet and greet or something. Just get some people together and be all nerdy and podcastery and uh, just introduce ourselves. So we'll see how that goes. I'm looking for details, looking forward to details with Sam uh, about that idea because he's kind of the one coming up with it. So. Anyway, I'll share that with you. We will be reaching out to local podcasters. If y'all want to join us, cool. If not, you probably will later. I'm I'm anticipating. This is good stuff. So, all right. Well, guys, gals, River Oaks Spring Fest Car Show. I know, but this is literally the last time you're going to hear me talk about it before the event. So, we did it. (laughs) We made it through a month and a half to two months of me squawking about this event. So... If you can make it out, great. If not, no hard feelings. There are going to be more events uh, where we are going to be asking you guys to come out. 
Uh, this one's really important to me because Darren Houck and his wife, uh, actually his whole stinking family, have been extremely supportive of the show. And uh, I'd love to see this go off well for them. Uh, Darren's talked about maybe making this an annual event, um, depending on how well this one goes. So um, it's going to be a good deal. Uh, it's 300 and something acres. It's just a really beautiful property. And uh, I'm excited to see what's going on. I actually don't know exactly what the setup's going to look like. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people that are extremely invested in this and uh, hoping that it works out well. And all I want from you is to stop by, take a picture, say hello, and then uh, maybe pick up your Fort Worth Roots International Fan Club certificate that I am still working on. Actually, I have not started working on it, so I should probably get hot on that. Anyway, it's going to be good. And uh, this is this was always supposed to be the first event. We made it out to the Psychedelic Panther thing, um, which was awesome. I just off out of nowhere got invited to this thing. and Anyway, so that ended up being the first event that we went to. But this is something that we've been invested in for a very long time. So it'd be good to see you. Uh, you know the address, you know all the details. I don't need to talk any more about that. I agree. Okay. Go check out Sam's podcast, The Failed Podcast. And there will be links in the show notes if you can't find it, because there are a couple of different podcasts that have very similar names. So, all right. I hope you're having a good week. Uh, we made it. We did a Thursday episode, and I will see you Monday. I will have Richard Keller on from Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. The dude is just... A lot of fun to talk to, uh, and he's putting out some incredible music. So we'll see how much of that we can squeeze into the episode, because I'm pretty sure he sent me some tracks. All right, uh, that's it. Y'all are the best. Thank you, and I'll see you Monday. Peace. Peace.